0: This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 122. Hey, this is Kim from tennisfixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With each episode, Tennis Quick Tips brings you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. This week's episode is all about playing with a new partner, and I mean a really new partner. I got a question from a Tennis Quick Tips listener asking me for some tips on playing with a partner that you meet for the very first time when you're actually going out on court to play a match. Now I'm gonna tell you, I have been in this situation a lot and I knew I would be able to answer this question. So I took my trusty microphone and my iPhone and I recorded this episode while I was out walking on the hike and bike trail that I live very close to. So when you hear this episode, the sound quality is not the best that I've ever done and there is actually some underlying buzzing that I think is either feedback from the microphone or I seemed to be in an area where there were a lot of lawn care crews were out working and they had blowers and mowers going so that may be what the reason is for that sort of buzzing sound but I wanted to be outside, and so I took advantage of the great weather to head out and record this episode while I was walking. I was walking pretty quickly, and you'll hear that because I sound like I'm really out of breath by the end of the episode, but it was such a good question, and I really did have some stuff to say since I've had this experience myself. So here we go with some tips on how to play with a new tennis partner. Hey, this is Kim. I'm outside today because it's a beautiful day and I just wanted to get out of my office. But I'm excited because I'm going to record another podcast answering a listener question. This is, I think, my third one in a row. And this is a really good one that I think I have as much experience as anyone can have on this particular topic. So, Let's get to it. It's a question I got from Stephanie. She sent me an email, and here's what it says. Thanks, Kim, for a wonderful job. My husband, who also plays USTA doubles, made a comment today that I'll share with you. He said, it's weird when I just walk into the match and meet my partner for the first time, when the opponents know each other or are partners. I told him what I learned after years of being frustrated by the same thing. I now tell myself that although we're playing doubles, I'm not going to worry about what my partner does or doesn't do. I'm going to fill in the blanks, play my heart out, and not be brought down by a partner who's mismatched or can't hold serve for four games or whatever. Do you agree? Do you have tips in a situation like this? when you meet your partner for the first time and you feel that your opponents have an advantage. What do you think? Again, looking forward to more tips in 2016. This is a great question and I'm so happy to hear that this is something that happens to other people. Honestly, for a long time, I thought I was one of the few people who played with as many different partners as I often did. Right now, in fact, I've just joined two new tennis teams. I completely have gone in a new direction with who I play with because my husband and I joined a new club, and so I am playing now with people that either I hardly know them or I have had this season partners that I have met for the first time when we walk out on the tennis court together. And I can certainly relate to your husband's sense of frustration when you're that team, new partners who are just meeting for the very first time, and you come up against a team who has clearly been at it together for a while. Either they're permanent partners and play together all the time, or they play together enough that they know a little bit more about what each other is doing on the court than you and your new partner do. And I think Stephanie's attitude is really the right one to take. You really do have to play your heart out, not spend a lot of time worrying about what your partner can or can't do that you wish they would do differently, but just get out there and play your game and enjoy the fact that you're playing tennis at all. So to get more specific, I do have three tips that I always put to use when I get in that situation where I'm playing with a new partner. And they're very simple tips. This isn't going to make or break your partnership, but I find that this is the kind of thing that makes it easier for me to play with a new partner and a lot more enjoyable. So here are my three best tips for how to play with a new tennis partner. Number one, have a good attitude. And this pretty much goes to what Stephanie said in her email. When you're playing with somebody new, I think the best thing you can do is have a good time out on the court, try to enjoy yourself, and do not get caught up in the winning or the losing. I hate to say that because I like to win just as much as anyone else. But the reality is when you are playing with someone you've never even met before, and you're facing two partners who've clearly partnered up quite a bit, have a lot of experience, an entire set can go by before you and your new partner can even figure out how to play well together. In fact, you may never figure that out in a whole match. But by the time you do, if you're up against experienced partners who play together a lot, things can be not going too well for you. This isn't always the case, but it can be, and you can't let that get you down. So my number one thing I would tell you is have a good attitude and a good mindset when you know you're going into this situation. Number two, talk to your new partner right at the beginning, before you even get on court if possible, but definitely during the warm-up, about your playing style, court positioning that you tend to like, and try to find out the same things about them. This kind of conversation is easy to have when you're talking about who is going to play the ad court side, who's going to play the deuce court side, or who's going to play backhand, who's going to play forehand. If your partner has a clear preference, and that's the same side that you like, I think you have to be willing to work with them. Decide, are we going to let one Person, try it out for the first set and then switch if we need to, but always let them know what you do well, where your efforts are best put to use, and try to accommodate their information on this same thing too. A good example of this for me is I try to always tell my new partners, I like to play up at the net. I like to be aggressive and go for the poach. I find myself doing a much better job if I am up at the net playing that way. And so if I have a partner who likes to stay back, I just want them to be sure they know that's what I'm gonna be doing up there. A lot of ladies don't like this. And often they'll tell me that. And I'll let them know if you know sometime during the match, if it's not working and you think I should move back, be sure and say something to me because otherwise I'm going to keep playing that aggressive game up at the net. And I'll just footnote that or put a little asterisk. I do try to pay attention to what's going on on court, and if that style of play is going disastrously wrong, I will try to change my game. But the fact is, from the get-go, that's how I'm going to be trying to play because I know that's how I feel best. That's the style of play that works best for me. So that's number two to talk about what your style of play is, what the other person can expect from you, and hopefully draw that information out of them too. My third thing that I like to do when I'm playing with a new partner is let them know anything that might be quirky about me to sort of warn them in advance. And specifically what I'm talking about here, for me, I like to talk. I like to talk a lot. I like to communicate with my partner and A lot of times when I'm talking, the things I'm talking about are more things that I'm saying out loud to help myself or to get some feedback from my partner to see if we're both on the same page. And I will tell you, some people don't like that. I have had partners tell me, hey, you got to quit talking so much. It's hard for me to focus when you're always talking to me between every point. And I'm good with that. And so I like to let people know right up front, just warning you, I like to talk a lot. If it bothers you, just let me know. That's what I say almost every time I meet a new person and we're playing because I do know occasionally I'll have a partner who they don't like that. Mostly they don't care. Mostly it's fine. And I, you know, get partners who are just as chatty, if not more than I am. And that's good for me. But that's one of the quirky things about me that I like to make sure my new partners know. So if you have something like that, be sure and let your new partner know. So those would be my three tips I would give you. Have a good mindset, number one. Talk to your partner about style of play, court positioning, how you think you play best, and try to draw that information out of them as best you can. And number three, let them know if there are any quirky, weird, or potentially bothersome things that you like to do on court so that it doesn't become an awkward situation when they need to tell you, can you please quit talking so much? I hope that helps. Stephanie, I hope that gives you a little bit of extra info that you can pass on to your husband. I have always thought it would be nice to have a permanent partner, someone that you play with consistently and that you do know how they play, and you sort of can work together. But I can tell you, I have met a lot more people playing tennis with new partners all the time than I ever would have had I had just one partner. And I'm very comfortable now with walking on court, meeting someone for the first time, and within five minutes, starting my warm-up with them <laughs> as we get ready to play a match. So I think it's a positive thing to be able to play that type of tennis and you need to feel good about it when you get those opportunities so that's it for this week's episode i think you can tell by the end there i was walking pretty fast going uphill i was losing my breath but i just kept going forward thinking i'm gonna finish this uh, walking and talking at the same time apparently isn't one of my great skills, but I hope that gave you some tips you can use in your next doubles match with a new partner. And if you would like to see the show notes for this episode, you can find them over at tennisfixation.com slash tips 122 And if you haven't had a chance already, I hope you will take just a minute or two to leave a review and a rating over on iTunes. Reviews for the podcast on iTunes are very helpful and greatly appreciated. They do matter in the rankings of this show. We're slowly climbing up the ladder on tennis podcasts. And I read each and every review I get and would love to share them here on the show. And you can find the Tennis Quick Tips iTunes page and leave your review by going to tennisfixation.com slash iTunes, or if you're on your mobile device, just go to the podcast search feature, look for tennis quick tips, and then you'll see where you can leave a review. And please be sure and let me know your tennis questions. Like I said at the beginning, I think this is my third episode in a row where I've answered a listener's questions and you can leave me your own questions, comments, suggestions for what you'd like to hear on Tennis Quick Tips by going to that show notes page and leaving a comment down at the in the comment box at the bottom of the page. And again, that is at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips122. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, happy tennis.